Rewinding. Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind. My Money and Me with Sumitra Naidu every Tuesday from 8 to 9 p.m. Kaya FM, home of the Afropolitan. Right, my next guest is Tsepo Ramapakele. He's one of the founders of Burnt Onion Productions. Now, Tsepo is an award-winning South African television producer. Tsepo keeps the business side of things running. And Burnt Onion Productions has produced some really well-known shows, some very funny ones. I have caught a, a couple of those shows, uh, My Perfect Family, and they have lifestyle shows, All Access, and Zanzi, and Preacher's Kids. Very interesting, and it looks like it's a family business here and Seppo is leading the business side of things. Seppo, a very good evening to you. Welcome to the show. Good evening, Sumitra. Uh, it's such an honor to be interviewed by you. How are you? I'm <laughs> very good, thank you. So thank I was you. reading up a little bit because, you know, we don't always know who's producing all of these shows. So I was reading up a bit and uh, some of the shows are so interesting. Some of them are so funny as well. But I want to talk to you about how how you came into this and I see that you, you've you also started this business with your siblings, with your brother and your sister. Tell me a little bit about it. Uh, I'm actually the accidental producer. Uh, even though we run the company together, uh, mm-hmm. I run the company with my brother and sister, Katleho and Ritavile Ramapakela. Uh, we started the company a good 12 years ago. In fact, I started uh, my employment life in the corporate sector. I spent some time at Burnt, sorry, at Standard Bank. Uh, and after a while, while being at Standard Bank, I, in fact, at the time, both my brother and sister were, in, we were all in between jobs. Mm-hmm. We kind of decided to put all our eggs in one basket and that's where Burnt Onion was born. Fortunately, uh, my sister, Tabile, has a, has a media degree and my brother, has spent some time in front of in front of the screen. He spent some time on backstage and yeah. bingo and things. Yeah. So I I bring the like you say the business <laughs> element of of things from my experience from from the corporate world. Yeah. Yeah, that's quite a move, hey, from banking and then into showbiz. Um, I mean, I, I I still think about why why am I here? What am I doing? What was I thinking? Yeah. But, 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 but I'm enjoying it. I think it's I, I was just going to say, I'm sure you're having a lot more fun. I am. Even with the ups and downs of our um, television industry, uh, it, 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 it has been fun in, 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 in all its sense. Yeah. I am also from um, the television industry and uh, it is tough. It is so difficult. And this is probably why you are one, I mean, yes, we're putting on shows and television, but running a business, pulling in money to make these productions is tough. It it is, it is. Well, we we won't even talk about uh, the COVID year. I mean, it's been Mm. tougher for, for everyone, even in our industry particularly. But yeah, we, we've we've managed to keep the lights on over the last ten years. I think we 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 with the way that we've run our business, it, it, we didn't uh, we we don't do what the typical uh, artists do. That you know you expect when you get a big paycheck, you buy a big fancy car. So we've mm-hmm. we've we've delayed those those nice uh, the, the nice life 
of 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 the media side of things here. So tell me, um, tell me about you and money. Yes, you deal with the money side of things. You're running the business. You're keeping the finances in check. How are you keeping your own finances in check? Tell me a little bit about how you manage your money. What was sure. it? Maybe maybe we should start with how you actually ended up in banking in the first place. How did you know from school? Where did you go? And how did banking become the yeah. first step? So I, I I was born and raised in Soweto. Uh, uh, my mother was a math teacher in high school. So as expected, we were good in mathematics. I mean, the three of us, <laughs> the three kids ended up being good in mathematics. Uh, my dad was an accountant. Uh, so we kind of had a, a, a balanced life. We, I initially started actually, I, I actually initially started studying uh, electrical engineering, uh, but that didn't work out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, I kind of, I, I actually dropped out, found myself in a bank, uh, I was working in home loans in Standard Bank, moved moved in the ranks, uh, was fortunate enough uh, to be put through management development programs to the bank. And I think that sparked something in me that uh, I kind of figured mm, this corporate life is not as, not as exciting as I thought it would mm. be initially. And I stepped out of uh, the bank. I actually initially started other companies on my own. Uh, I was a farmer for a little while out in Brits. Interesting. I, uh, then I tried to dabble in uh, in BE consulting. That also didn't quite work out. Uh, so that was around about the time when my sister finished her degree and my brother was also in between jobs. And I was like, guys, Let's put our heads together, you guys, with your media background. Uh, let's let's start a company, and that's that's where that was twenty two thousand and eight. Yeah, sure. So it's going quite a long time. So tell me, what do you do? I mean, what, are, what I mean, do you save on your own? It seems like you are quite. It sounds like you're quite disciplined when it comes to money. Um, I'd like to think that I am. Yes, I. Mm-hmm. I Initially, I wasn't. I must be honest. Uh, I, you know, with your first job, uh, you. Oh, tell me, tell me, what did you buy? I actually don't remember what I bought, but I do remember that I did get into a little bit of debt. Ah. You know, your initial paycheck after the first six months, it's not enough anymore. I mean, I think I think I earned about three or four thousand rand for my first uh, paycheck. Uh, after a while, it wasn't enough. Uh, you know, you get a credit card here and mm. get cell phone contracts there. And two years down the line, you're struggling to pay those back, you know. But uh, as, as time went on, I managed to get out of that. Uh, well, it took, a, it took a while to get out of that, tra- that uh, the debt trap. I, I, so I can safely say that now I am, I'm, 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 I'm on the straight and narrow. Yeah, I'm on the straight and narrow. <laughs> okay, so you're disciplined now, but once I'm, upon I'm a time, now. well, I suppose we all have to go through it, and you know, and 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 uh, you and have to, you have to, you know, suffer a little bit and then learn the hard way, and then yeah, get yeah, back and, on and, track. and life is a good teacher actually. Mm-hmm. But I must, I must also give credit to 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 the folks. Even though they, you know, they didn't 
physically sit us down to tell us to strategize about money. But from what we saw from them, I mean, uh, a great example, my, 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 my dad was a, uh, I'd call him a, a middle income earner. I don't know whether mm-hmm. he'd appreciate me calling him that, but he managed to take us to good schools and, and uh, he sacrificed a lot of his own joys and just to take us to uh, private schools back in those days. Yeah. And, uh, and, and I realized that, uh, that, uh, that the notion of instant gratification was not in his vocabulary. <laughs> so he, everything about him was delayed, you know, you know, prioritize and yeah. delay your, 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 your uh, paying yourself off. It was only after we, he had paid for all our tertiary tuition the way he decided to buy himself the car that he wanted, you know. And so those are the lessons that I, that I kind of picked up as well. Like, you know, forget the nice life. Now it will, it will take care of itself later on. Yeah, good old school advice still works. And Absolutely. it's amazing Absolutely. how parents and grandparents make the sacrifices. I mean, that's... I mean, that's huge of your dad to just wait until all of you finish school. I mean, that that's a considerable amount of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he got a car. I mean, Absolutely. I mean, well, he did have a car, but he, so he drove the, the car, car that he wanted. 20 years. Yeah, he got the car that he wanted, yeah. But you know how it works right now. I mean, you know, sometimes when you start working, the first thing you want to do, and, and you know, the, the old school advice also says buy a house before a car, but we're buying a big, nice, fancy, flashy car, so expensive that we cannot afford. Yeah, thanks um, to, to social media and all. This is it. I mean, did you have any of those kind of pressures or did you just not, fall not into in those this? days? I, I wasn't, uh, I didn't fall into the pressures that I saw some of my peers. I mean, mm. I used to kind of, you know, you judge your neighbors, not, not, not really judge, but you, you could kind of place the, 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 uh, the level of income where their parents are compared to yours. But, yeah. But the kids next door would have fancy shoes, and I was like, "No oh, wait, but doesn't my don't my folks make more money than yours, and mm-hmm. you're the ones with the fancy shoes?" But I didn't fall into those traps, so. and and it's translated into even how we we run our business now. So we we we're able to to budget properly and not fall into the traps of uh, of living hand to mouth. Mm. And keeping up with the Joneses, yeah. And keeping up with the Joneses, absolutely, yeah. So most of the money lessons came from your parents. What money lessons are you passing on? What are, what are you taking forward? Um, I hope that, like I said, the, the lessons that I learned was more from what I saw than what mm. I was uh, taught by word of mouth. So I'm hoping that my kids will also see what I'm doing. I mean, uh, we, we live modestly, I, I'd like to think, even though they, they, they've got bigger pressures with, with uh, peers in school and, and the, self, the, yeah. the uh, social media life and all that. But I, I think my, my, my kids will, will, will they'll, they'll make it, they'll make it, they'll make it. <laughs> they'll make it. <laughs> <laughs> but you've got to impart some of that on them. I mean, what do you do in terms, I mean, are you good with sorting out retirement do you have investments where does your money go now what would you before we get into the serious things tell me are you a spender is there any big thing that you spend on where are you splurging 
No, I, I, I'm a boring spender. Uh, ah. my, my wife, my wife doesn't even like my dress code. I mean, I, I'm always in jeans and a, <laughs> and a sweater and a lousy t-shirt every now and then. So I'm, I'm not a big spender. So I, I could say I, I, I put a lot of money in, in, in my kids' education. I've got a 13-year-old. We've got a mm-hmm. 13-year-old. So we've, most of our money goes into his, his well-being, making sure that his, his, his foundation and his base is, is strong enough. Uh, I do have a little nest, I'd call it that, but I don't think it would, it's, 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 it's never enough, but it, yeah. there, there, there is a nest, yeah. But there is something for a rainy day. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Absolutely. And retirement, and are you good with that? Are you sorting all of that out? Yes, I am. Yes, I am. But like I said, it's also not enough because... It, is it ever enough? It's, it's never. Like I was listening to your earlier conversation. Yeah. Uh, it, it is made easier sometimes when you work in corporate where where your company kind of helps you with mm-hmm. your with your retirement and pension fund savings. Now, when you're kind of a freelancer and you've got to do it on your own, it's a little tougher. But, yeah, I do every now and then. So it's, so it's not religiously, I'm not religiously putting money away, but I do every now and then when I have... But you have a plan. When I, yeah, I do have a plan, yeah. When I do have a plan. That's so important. I mean... Um, you, you know, as as freelancers, you just never know when the big paycheck is going to come or when the next one is going to come, and it's a, it's it's hard work to get each of those checks whenever they are coming. Um, yes, so yes, you yes. have to, I suppose, have a backup plan, a plan A, a plan B, a plan C, especially when you're running a business. Yes, 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 yes. yes. No, so, so, so there there are plans, there are backup plans. Uh, uh, and with with how we structure our business, I mean, we, we've also noticed that uh, we can't rely on just television broadcasters. We've also branched into uh, feature films where we own IPs now, and so so we got we've we've split our baskets now. It's no longer just one basket. So it, it helps. In, in managing our finances, our personal finances as well. You've actually, uh, Burnt Onion Productions also did a um, a long format, a movie. What is it called? It's recently, I saw it uh, recently. Um, it, well, it, it's Seriously Single. Seriously Single. Is, it was so funny. I'm, I'm glad you enjoyed it. It's, it's on Netflix for, for those who haven't seen it. Yeah. And uh, we've, in fact, we've been fortunate through this lockdown. Thank, if, if I can throw in just how... Uh, uh, Very quickly, yeah. Yes. Uh, so, seriously, single was initially meant to go out in theaters, but because of lockdown, we had to find other avenues. And uh. Netflix actually came knocking on our doors, looking for content, and we gave them this movie. And so, we they licensed the the, the movie Seriously Single, uh, which aired on the thirty first of July. And they liked it so much that they. Uh, came back and asked us for another show which is called uh, uh, How to Ruin How to, How to Ruin uh, Sorry, I'm, I'm losing my train. I know, I had it as well I had it as well in yeah. front of me but I know uh, exactly what you're talking about How to Ruin Christmas yes, Wedding ruin which, Christmas. Which, which is uh, towards uh, the festive season 
it's a three-part um, holiday series made by wow. Africans for the globe. Yeah, so we we're very fortunate that uh, our, our shows and our will now go globally. Thanks to oh, thanks well to, done, well done. Thanks it's to so Netflix good investment. Yeah, well yeah. done. We're very proud of our local producers. Well done, um, uh, Tepo. We're going to have to leave it there. It was great chatting to you, and hopefully, we'll chat to you again soon enough about other new productions coming up. But thank you so much for your time this evening. That was Tepo uh, Ramapakela. He is one of the founders of Burnt Onion Productions. That brings us to the end of tonight's show. I'll be back again next Tuesday at eight o'clock. I hope you enjoyed the show. Big Black is up next. Rewinding. Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind. Visit kayafm.co.za for more.